Guys, this is part two of the episode. If you haven't heard part one yet, what are you doing here? Click on that and listen, and then come back here. For the rest of you, here's part two. story like you said it's really what's really helped me is that um when you want to write a song you need to know what it is that you want to say so i don't know if it's something where i'm speaking to a specific person and i want to tell them something but i can't tell them like just with my words or i'm too shy to just walk up to them and tell them Mm. so i put it in a song and i use it with music and then i kind of speak to them through the music and through the lyrics so i'll do something like that or if it's just something thing that I had been thinking about that I want to share with people, then I just need to kind of focus in on what exactly it is that I want to talk about. And that usually helps me a lot too. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. I think a lot of performers are the same. Um, so what's the largest venue you performed in? I'm sorry, what'd you say? What's the largest venue that you've performed in? The largest venue I've ever performed in was um in boston because it was an arena so i'm not exactly sure how big it was but it was in a like a really big arena wow. so kind of like madison square so that was the biggest venue that i've ever performed in okay. who were you support were you supporting someone there or was that your own tour so i was on tour with a brazilian artist named alexandre Pires, and i was his opening act along with some others but it was mainly him and i so mm. That was definitely the biggest venue that I've ever done. Okay, that sounds cool. So do you have any crazy tour stories? Crazy tour stories. Um, I think, well, so that tour, for example, we did a bunch of different cities and it's really, it's hard because Mm. you go and you perform at night and then right when you're done, you just grab your stuff get changed, grab yourself from the hotel, take a shower, and then head to the airport. And then you're on the plane mm. and then you get to your hotel, but then you have sound check in the morning and then you have to do that. And then you have to go back and then hair and makeup and costume changes and then go back on stage and then go home and change. So the whole thing is just one big rush. Mm. So yeah. People don't seem to realize that it is work that you're but doing. <laughs> and it's really hard on your voice too. And mm. I, hadn't thought about it up until it happened to me but when you're traveling so much you know how when you get on a plane and your ears get all clogged from the air pressure mm. so then singing with clogged ears is a little difficult because you have to hear yourself sing mm. but you know you manage to get through and it gets easier with the more you do it of course but it's also you know the more you practice your songs then it's also a lot easier to hit those notes because you can feel it and it becomes muscle memory in a sense mm. i remember in the um katie perry documentary like a few years ago like one of the most draining things that she said about tour even though she said that she loved the tour was just the travel and it's hard yeah so fair play to all of you guys who are saying so you do it fair play to you thank you <laughs> Do you have a favorite song of yours to perform? Favorite song of mine to perform? Uh, I do, but it's not out yet. Ah. (laughs) I can tell you the name of it. It's called I'll Be Yours Tonight. Okay. It's not out yet, but that's my favorite one to to perform. Uh, Why is it your favorite one to perform so far? Or is that Um, not allowed? (laughs) uh, I mean, I can tell you that it's very 
dancey. It's very uh, exciting. Okay. I can tell you that. And no more. Don't ask me anymore. No, good. No, that's it. That's that's it. That's the last one. On that one. <laughs> um, so, what song do you think that you like to cover the most? Oh my god, uh, that's really hard. Um, song that I would like to cover the most. Oh, uh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of really great Adele songs. Of course, there's a bunch of really great Michael Jackson songs. Um, a song that I've been really liking lately um, is I'm Feeling Good by Michael Bublé. I think that yeah. one's really, really good. And it has a lot of variety in it. So I think that one would be really fun. He's so underrated as a singer. Like, just He's so, so talented. He's yeah. so talented. Like, there's a joke around about, because I'm, I'm in the UK, right? And there's a joke right. that you only get Michael Bublé out for Christmas because he has all well, the Christmas albums. <laughs> but he is a talented and nice He's guy. He's so talented. I love his stuff. He has an amazing voice. He has a great range. Mm. He's good. How have you um, stayed creative during this crazy COVID time? It's been difficult. Um, so my family and I, we're very used to traveling and I have been since I was little, we've always been traveling. We love going on vacation and we love seeing new cultures. And also for my work, I travel a lot because you film in different countries or you go on tour and perform in different countries. So traveling has always been a very big part of my life. And then because of COVID, I have not been able to do that. And we've been staying home and all social distancing and staying safe, of course. But that's been a big change to me because I'm not used to it. It's never been this long in my entire life without traveling. Mm. But I've learned to cope with that. And it's also been good in a sense because I've been staying home. I have sat down and written a whole bunch of new music and I've also experimented with a bunch of different writing styles. Mm. And it's also been really nice to stay home with the dogs and the family. <laughs> and so it's also it's been good in that sense. But everyone is we've none of us have gotten COVID, thank goodness. We've yeah. been so lucky Bye. and we've also we've also been taking extreme care of ourselves with lots and lots of hand sanitizer and yeah. many masks. So we've all been very safe. Well, you How have... are you guys doing in the UK? Oh, we are... Do you know, I'm in quite a good position because comedy is my main source of income and I've been quite lucky that I've been able to go to work. Um, but I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends uh, who are also performers um, who oh. are really, really struggling at the moment. Um, That's we're, cool. we're But we're kind of lucky that we are not lucky but we are starting to open things up so there is a light at the end of the tunnel we just got to hold on and um, so. actually in london two years ago over the summer mm. and i want to go back so badly but i hope i'll be able to once all of this passes i love london it's so beautiful it is honestly one of the best i'm well, i'm speaking to someone that's lived there for a year for most of my life it is one of the best cities, but don't tell anyone else I said that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, what's your favorite film? Oh, also another really difficult question. Um, my favorite film, I love almost anything by Leonardo DiCaprio. So, Titanic, mm. Juliet, all those are really good. Um, I'm going to confess something. I've never seen Titanic. You have never seen <laughs> Titanic? <laughs> Or that's everyone's immediate reaction. You've never seen Titanic? What? Like, yeah, I I know. I really should have seen it by now. But at the same time, I like the reaction I get when people, when I tell people that I haven't ever seen Titanic. Well, but, you know what you can 
do. You could watch Titanic and then tell people you've never seen it, get that immediate reaction, then be like, no, I'm just kidding. I saw it. I've got the Blu-ray as well. I've got the Blu-ray as well. So it's in my house. It's oh just... My God. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you could remake, say, Titanic, right? If right. you had... If 20th Century Fox came to you and said, give you a bunch of money and you had no choice but to remake it, how would you oh. do it? Oh, that is so hard. Oh, my God. Um, it's such a classic. I don't even know what I would do. Um, I mean, I would love to play Rose. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, I think I would maybe experiment a little bit more with the, I mean, I don't really know how you could experiment more with the catastrophes of hitting the iceberg, but maybe go into a little bit more depth about how not only Jack and Rose were affected, but how everyone was affected and families of other people and the people who worked on the ship and those types of things. I think maybe that could be interesting. Um, yeah. Or maybe play a little bit more with the, because at the time there was a lot of social ranking going on in society. So maybe play a little bit more with that kind of create a little bit more of a wall than there already was. I don't even know how I would do that. But it's just me spitballing some ideas. I don't really know what I would change in the Titanic, but <laughs> that sounds good to me. I'd watch that film to do. I'd yeah? watch that. I'd oh, watch so that. You would myself. watch my Titanic, but you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. watch the original. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm uh, flattered. All right, I will. Okay, I will promise you this. This year, I will watch Titanic at some point. Okay, at some point, I'm I will. So watch. happy! I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> Um, so to kind of wrap it up, um, what have you got coming out and where can people find you? So I have a lot of things coming out. I have a film on Netflix coming out this year that we filmed last year, but then because of COVID, everything mm -hmm. got held back in the editing process and things like that. But I'm sure it's coming out this year. So there's going to be a film on Netflix called Diaries of an Exchange Student where I have a part in that. And then I also have a clothing line coming out very soon as well. We are in the final uh, stages of just putting on the last touches and then it will be out and available as well mm. and I have a lot of new music coming out I've been writing a lot and there's a lot of really exciting things that are coming like I said I love to explore in the pop genre and I love to bring different sounds into my music so each song is different from the other and tells a different story and I also love to make music that people can relate to so mm. A lot of different stuff is coming as well. Excellent. That's you. You are busy. That is. I'm that. very busy. I love to stay busy. I don't like sleeping. I like to be working. <laughs> that's, that's the best way because you've got to feel productive, isn't it? Um, exactly. So where can people find you on social you media? You can find me on Instagram as Amelia Peterson Official. And you can find me on YouTube as Amelia Peterson. I'm on Facebook as well as Amelia Peterson and Twitter as well. And mm. Snapchat, so you can find me anywhere. Ah, Amelia, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a complete pleasure, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Right, say, bye. Uh, bye.